You read the Bible, Greg. Yes. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is TC and Jake. When I lay my vengeance upon thee. What's up? It is TC and Jake. For the first time since what? March March 13th? March 14th? Something like that? In the old studio? No. Doing, doing things in the, in the manner to which we are accustomed. Not the first. Not the first? Wasn't uh, our professional friend yeah 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 then. yeah you're right you're right you're right we, we we reunited here for uh for our friend but aside from that aside from that which is why i haven't had a chance to give you this i set it out by your uh, chair and i think you just tried to duck it the last one we did my uncle went to the johnson space center or the kennedy space center and he got you this shot glass that says i need my space oh hell yeah because you love space. Yeah, and boy, shots, that's me. And uh, it's kind of a, uh, you know, uh, don't, don't you feel like the Attitude era of t-shirts was kind of like... No uh, fear shirts. Yeah, but there's also like the... Uh, I'm going to start wearing I'm, nothing I'm thinking but of the no ones fear. that are like my other... Th- th- there's one that's like, this is my bitch face, or you don't want to see my bitch face, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've I've heard it uh it holds Russian standard vodka just great. Hell yeah, and it's, it's perfect. space. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, they love space. Oh, it's uh the Russians. It's not resting bitch face. I don't like you. Oh, told him, dude. I would love to Fucking just full on them. bring back that era. Like we've talked about it before with like a better simpler time with like Big Johnson and No Fear and yeah. Big Dog. I was a big Big Dog guy, dude. I. I can't tell you how many hours I spent looking through the Big Dog catalog. Yo, my just God. turning the page. Couldn't couldn't believe that we had four more hilarious concepts. When's this gonna stop? They got a whole catalog of these. Second only to uh, whatever happened to, maybe to catalogs. East Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah. God yeah. Damn, dude, I had so many. But the East Bay catalog wasn't that funny. No, but I was obsessed Not with funny. hockey jerseys. And they always had like they had ECHL jerseys. Oh, they had plenty jerseys. of stuff. Yeah, yeah they no, had, like, I love the East Bay catalog. Custom. And what? What do you do? You know what I do? It's your phone because I don't have a phone. We'll get to that in a second because I got the big dogs. Uh, I got the big dogs website pulled up here. Glenn Robinson. No. Oh. Uh, here's one that says, "I never argue. I just explain why I'm right." Hell yeah! That's that's basically it. Uh, I just liked all the parodies, you know. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like Star Wars, but with dogs, right? But not like dogs in general, like their like logo or whatever. It's like, why do I care about their logo? I don't know, but I do. Yeah, they've probably been backed off that a little bit. Let me see what else we got here. This one says uh, works well with others. Dot dot dot. When they leave me the fuck alone. 
Hell yeah, dude. Dude, seriously, this this was an actual. <laughs> I swear to God, if you went to uh, Richfield Park where the Richland Youth Association played their uh, baseball and basketball, or excuse me, baseball and football on mm-hmm. any given Saturday, half the dads. Half of them. At least half the dads. And like the guy who really didn't give a fuck was going to Big Johnson. Yeah. Because there were just massive, just pairs of tits uh, surrounding the little, the, the Big Johnson guy. But uh, let's see here. This one says, uh, this one says, I'm retired, but I work full time as a pain in the ass. Most of these are sort of just okay. describing a, a guy who's kind of a dick. Yeah. And they've been usurped by the uh, hyper-specific, I drive a forklift and have a wife named Linda, and I was born in February, and I don't care what your opinion is. And if you're is. a liberal, you can fuck off. That's right. They yeah. always have a sweet tagline. Yeah. The, uh, boy, that, that you're right. That is what replaced it, isn't it? Yeah. Is that those shirts that you see now that It's like have a Facebook gobbling lives. up the, uh, the newspapers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the 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 hyper specific uh, hyper targeting allowed by the the technology these days is uh, wreaked hell on the big dog brand. I assume that the original guy got out and he's he's got a boat next to William Levitt's boat. He's in. Oh, he's gonna. Did Trump say something about boats today? I don't know. I think he's. I think he's saying something about like you know he's been hitting this hard lately. I did. Yeah, and people that, laugh. I I don't laugh. That's because you see boats with Trump flags on them every week. <laughs> Absolutely. I, there, there's more boats with Trump flags than boats without Trump flags right now. <laughs> people need to understand that. Well, that's one. That's what uh, people were really upset with uh, when uh, Jill Stein split the vote boat, or the boat vote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that she Last did. Last time. Did you, ever get, uh, did you ever get a refund on that? Uh no, I I didn't ask for it back. That was that was twenty bucks spent. Great. Here's one that says uh from Big Johnson catalog, Big Johnson police, and there's a woman pressed up against the wall, and the Big Johnson character has his hand on her ass. Of course, her boobs are hanging out. It says, "Turn around and spread them," because I never shoot blanks. Yeah, I get. Yeah, there's a lot of that in here. You know, there's a lot of fishing yeah, themes. It's, it's cop stuff, but it's also sex stuff. <laughs> it's also sex stuff. <laughs> It's yeah, kind of where the jokes come from. Um, what was I going to say? Hard to know. I want to. Br- I just want to bring this whole thing. I want this to be my new brand. These shirts, like enough shirts with people who killed their kids on them or of dead kids. Let's just pivot. Okay. Although I don't really have anywhere to wear them anymore. Well, not not now. But I mean, you know, we're talking about going to the lake. I feel like, dude. I feel like that's a safe ass trip. Come at me. Yeah, it probably is. I mean, driving to a lake somewhere, like, how is that dangerous? Yeah, and we're always outside, but it does feel, you know, feels weird saying it. But yeah, I don't know. You're getting on a plane. I know, dude. I'm not. I'm not totally on board. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna do it, and I may just end up bailing and costing myself the very small amount that it cost to buy the tickets, which they we weren't even bought. They were just points. Yeah, I think you can get them back. They've like we canceled all you know we canceled the Tahoe flight and that was fine. Yeah, we'll see. I'm 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 a little. I guess honestly, I want to see how the plane fills up. Yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but some airlines are not selling middle seats, and of course you wear your mask the whole time. Yeah, well, wherever we're going, we have no intention of seeing another person other than like possibly on the trail the whole time we're there. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit weirded out by it. But we can we can revisit that next week. Well, you know, if you get there and you feel too nervous. I would be happy to take your wife to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. You'll just load up and mail yourself something back. Yeah. Well, the big thing is, and, and this is uh this is this is a killer for me, I think, is that uh Denver is the test market for a new Popeye's chicken sandwich. Wow. So I've been maybe trying moving into your lane to get to Denver uh for that reason. And uh I you know, I don't want to blow anyone's anonymity, so I'll just call him Dan M. Wait, that's too obvious. Mr. McDowell uh, is someone who I've been leaning on to, uh, to to go with, and I think that if you go, then he's probably just gonna, you know, be fine or whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we know about this new chicken, Sammy? It's like a barbecue bacon version, I think. Uh, I'm not a big fan of putting bacon on the chicken sandwich. I mean, I, I like it. It's just I don't think I it like improves the it the way that it idea. does. Uh, I don't think it improves it the way that it does a a, a burger. Love uh, fucking you know bacon what? Burger. That does sound right. I want to. I want. I want to be raw dogged by the crispiness of that chicken breast. Like I love that. I want yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, barbecue on non barbecue, I, I could kind of take or leave. You know. Like when people do barbecue burgers, like a barbecue. I mean, like barbecue the, the, in general. A one thick and hearty burger, for example, not my favorite. It, like usually, if you say like, uh, "Hey, do you want this like the barbecue version?" I would say no. But if Popeye says, "I have a new chicken sandwich that's barbecue," I, I'm like, I want to drive ten hours to try that. And I think what will be key is is the breast made is the is the the, the chicken made with a barbecue like sauce in the breading or is it a regular type deal that they're dousing in barbecue sauce again thereby softening the 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 rock hardness that i want in my mouth of that crisp on the outside boy this is like 12 hours that's way more than i thought i mean does it have to be all the way to denver colorado's uh quite fucking large you could probably get to the coloradian border in like nine uh yeah no i don't i don't think you can buy it in pueblo okay you know what i always say is if you don't like my attitude quit talking to me okay do you say that or does big dog shirts say that okay dude yeah well i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you from the from the mouth of tweety bird (laughs) (laughs) always gotta be tweety bird for some reason that was weird too i mean the Looney Tunes have been around since like you know the fifties, uh-huh. but it didn't incur. It but didn't, they weren't big until they got to Walmart. Yeah, I guess it didn't occur <laughs> to people to put them on T-shirts with attitudinal phrases until, and then didn't. It's been a long time since you told your Marvin the Martian story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is true. When your family just thought that you were super stoked on Marvin the Martian. Yeah, my, <laughs> I, I've I've got more ant the stories um yeah one time she just got me a shirt that just had marvin the martian on it i was i was like 25 26 (laughs) for some reason i do not remember you being that old uh well i mean i wasn't you weren't like nine no that's what i'm saying right like it was not age appropriate it was it was while we were living together it was like 2010 like amazing like i was telling you about it like because it happened like the day before so during the time we've known each other someone bought me a marvin the martian shirt was just like yeah man uh cartoons who doesn't love them 
uh and i honestly i uh it's out at, like i i just didn't wear it enough and like you know got like you know how shirts get where like it's been on a hanger too long yeah. and it gets weird i feel bad i uh i i really kind of want to wear it all the time now but i i threw it away a while ago um second story uh from that particular gift giver uh my brother got a shirt <laughs> she she got him a shirt that was like a 2xl or something uh which you know uh, gives me the opportunity to bust out the uh, daniel is fat jokes i love those because he's not fat and i am was he so ever it's funny if i call him fat uh like two when he's two he See, was my brother huge. was a little bit plump until yeah. he was probably eight no I, no I was riding that joke series pretty hard and <laughs> no lost that one no he's a fat ass baby but by the time he's done being a baby he's been uh pretty cut ever since and um so she got him a 2xl shirt and gave did give him the gift receipt he's just like all right no problem i'll just take this bad boy to kohl's get a shirt that's uh, a size that i wear done and done he takes it to like return it and they were like yeah um they this was bought a while ago so uh we got like a depreciation thing going on here what? like we won't we won't give you a shirt uh if like like if you give us like a cold shirt you bought 20 years ago never worn they're not just going to treat it like it's a brand new shirt they got a they got a policy for that get an inflation a deflation calculator <laughs> so they were offering him Less than a dollar of store credit. <laughs> fucking GameStopped him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a university bookstored him? <laughs> How about I just burn this shirt in front of you? That's fucking... In this store here. That would, that would give me more value than your your dollar. But it does highlight two things about... Every, a lot of people uh, will have an aunt or uncle that this is... Uh, this relate, they'll, re, uh, they'll relate to this, which is, one, you always got a family member who's doing that shit in July. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And two, um, that like for some reason people – I don't know if it's people who – does this woman have kids? No. See, I think maybe that's a common denominator here. Constantly, constantly um, inflating the size of, of a child. <laughs> like I think in junior high I was getting you know large and XL yeah. shirts from family members and grandparents like – Oh, good! An XL. He's uh, a growing boy. An XL button up. Yeah. From, from a lot of times from Coles. I'm like, this is this is like a, a robe on me. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then you'd yeah, you'd have to kind of try to take it back. Hit the buffet. And then uh, final gift giving story from her. <laughs> I I showed up to the uh, to the lake house at the start of the season, and uh, was very excited to find. That we have a a wireless charging pad, so I can just drop my phone on that bad boy. It'll charge even if without me plugging it in. Great news. Uh, one thing that confused me a little bit on the face of the charging pad, it just says Game of Thrones. Like nothing from Game of Thrones, just the name of the show. And I uh, go to my dad, and I'm like, "Have you seen Game of Thrones?" And he said, "No." And I said. Then why do you have a Game of Thrones charging pad? He said, your aunt gave it to us for Christmas. Okay. And I just want to know, like, did she, like, the thing that would make most sense to me is, like, she got a free charging pad that said, like, just whatever, they're giving them away. And uh, she was like, ah, Tom could use this. Accurate. True. Good thought. Appreciate it. But the other one is, like, her going into the store and being like, oh, this one says Game of Thrones. That's. 
That's a cool show. I hear a lot of people talk about that. That's a that's a cool item. It's better than a wireless regular charging pad. He'll love it. It, it says Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird. That comes up a lot too. I remember this phenomenon as a kid with receiving gifts from aunts, uncles, and grandparents, which is preferring something with no brand as opposed to a brand. Could be a mouse pad. <laughs> yeah, could yeah. be a towel. You know, yeah. Like, just anything. You're like, I just like plain shit. I don't need. You know, that's yeah, that's really, really weird. But also a charging pad is an odd gift to buy somebody. It's a little weird, but you, but it's hyper utility. practical. Yeah. I, I I like it, you know. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's oh, odd. That's not gonna Ooh, it fell. Are you watching the White Sox right now? Maybe. In the middle of our recording. Maybe. Because you know you you're doing it because you know you only have about three more games to watch. That's not true. Dude, I am so done with all these people's fucking negativity about this shit. What do you get out of being like, no, I'm not going to come back. Nothing's going to come back. Everything's going to be bad. We did this shit with Brian Curtis today. He wrote an article about this a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, I'm sorry I missed that. No, no, you're good. It's just, I'm joking with you. I'm more just like predicting that they have no plan and neither does the NFL. And his point was that if somebody from the media, sports media says, man, I don't know that you know, researching all this baseball uh, protocol or plan or lack thereof, and I'm, I'm not super confident that they're coming back. And uh, then the first replies are always like, you don't want them to come back. And it's like, yeah, but I'm going to lose my job if they don't. <laughs> like, I'll tell you this <laughs> yeah, shit no, right now. Weird. Selfishly, like I, my disclaimer is uh, I would pay higher taxes for a, uh, a higher social safety net and a – fairer society now i would also prefer people who uh, make all their money in the stock market and overseas blah 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 etc to pay a more fair uh share as well but um yeah i'm not i'm sorry uh i would rather donald trump stay president and me keep my job <laughs> like uh boy i know I'm, I'm very selfish here but that seems to be the the general implication you know whenever i hear from even like family members that are like you know the media just wants him out the media just wants him out. I'm like, well, maybe, but the last time we talked, you said that the media loves him because he's great for ratings. Yeah, they did say that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, you yeah. understand that I'm sort of in the media world, and um, if this shit gets like way, way worse, well, eventually people are going to lose their jobs, and I will be one of them. Yeah. So it doesn't totally square with me. Like, it kind of feels like the OJ check. Like, I'm not going to get a huge compensation in the mail if I really did my part and went to the front lines and somehow with my, boy, I don't know if the NFL has a plan. If that gets Trump ousted, I don't know that I'm going to get like a huge windfall. Uh, yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> it will all be bad for, for media people. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I certainly, I hear what you're saying. I do not think that like, uh, I don't think that people are like consciously slanting things as part of like an agenda or something like that. That would be crazy. I do think that there are certainly certain writers who have like a adversarial bent or who certainly already have a, a well-earned uh, like idea of the, the decision makers, right? Like you've already got an opinion on whether or not Rob Manfred's an idiot. And like and that's based on something. And like bringing your priors makes sense. You know, I'm not, not saying like, uh, oh, that is a, Bullshit call. 
Fucking Christ, man. This is ultimate disrespect. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. He's, he's, a, he's a veteran catcher. Yasmani Grandal. You should respect him. Give him the call. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, to, to just... I, I think there's people who like just saying baseball suck. Like, you, the, the, the decision makers in baseball suck. Like, they're idiots. And, like, any time they come up... You know, any time that any story comes up, what we do is just apply the things that we already think. Like, our opinions don't change drastically. You, you, like, you know, any story, I think that the listeners by now can have, like, a general idea of what our opinions on it are. And so, you know, it's. I, I think that there's people who definitely just... Whatever information is coming in, what their their take on it is going to be baseballs, you know, full of bad decision makers who are just being greedy and stupid. Those like, couple months leading up to this did not help. The last few months, like if I had forgotten that I get annoyed with baseball's leadership, um, the late the the money and the schedule and all that, that that kind of reminded me, like, oh yeah. Fuck these guys. But I don't know, even how you're like taking that in is just by, you know, reading from people who are like, like all leaders just fucking hate labor talks at all. You know, like, like the whole thing is covered as like, just get it over with Jesus. Um, And I I, like the uh, separate from the point I was just making about the labor talk stuff, but back to. Um, the people's reactions to the, uh, the the baseball stuff in general. Most recently, the the COVID outbreak with the uh, the Marlins. There was the business of Miguel Rojas uh, sent like a text around to the boys of like you know hey or, how how is everyone feeling and they were all like we're all right playing so they played on Sunday and I definitely get how the like official standard for what you're doing should not be just like the group chat. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, they were getting roasted for not having enough player input the way that the NBA does. Cause the other thing, and I know this is where we're going to get contentious is that I think that the, all the same people that have uh, baseball sucks thing, just want to give the NBA a pass on anything. And I understand why. Cause Adam Silver is really good. And Rob Manfred is more mediocre. I wouldn't say he's bad. He's not Goodell. I, I don't have a giant problem with him. He's I, I I'm not here to like say he's great, but like whatever. He's a commissioner, um, and you know the, the whenever the NBA was uh, formulating all their stuff, the fact that they were like talking closely with players was like, oh, this is great. Uh, they they respond to the concerns of uh, you know the, the the people that actually make the game. This is cool of them. And then whenever baseball consults with a shortstop who's the team leader, the team that's being affected, now it's you're letting the inmates run the asylum. This is crazy. What are we even doing? That's fair, but this in this case they already had an infection. Like at that point, I would, I'm not I don't really ask here to say LeBron that it's a CP3. great idea to, uh, to to let Miguel Rojas determine whether or not we play. Yeah, I once, think that is sort of that idea. point. I'm like, I hope that if that happens in the NBA, that they don't ask like Berea to be like, "Hey, what are we thinking?" Uh, you know, Maxie's got it. Let's let's make a call here. But I don't really care. I want it all to keep playing. I want there to be sports every day, ever, forever, and I would like for them to be successful and, you know, me not to get fired. I saw something today that really... I mean, I want to do it if these fucking umps can get these calls right. I'm going to keep going. Um, I saw something today that really made me think. Mm-hmm. And I realized that every time I see this particular thing, that it provokes way more thought in my head than it should. And that is, uh, I was leaving Dan's house today, and Dan lives pretty far back 
in, uh, I don't know, away from the freeway. So this, I was not like at a four-way stop where there were uh, gas stations around me and restaurants and commercial property. I was mm-hmm. back in a very, very suburban residential area. Uh, he, he lives pretty far from any commercial properties of any kind. Exactly. Yeah. That's important here. But I think it even sometimes when I see it, you know, like on my own street, and that is, it was 327, and I saw a uh, a small sedan with the Pizza Hut, um, what do you call the thing you put on top of your car? A little light? Yeah, but I mean, they used to be bigger, like almost like a box, but now Pizza Hut is, they've gone with a slender, more just a tiny little hat. Yeah. Or the, not hat, but it's the roof of the Dude, hut. Dude, those things would fuck up your car. Did, did you have to use one? No. Okay, yeah. My, no, my... Because we were a tiny little place. Yeah, that's... I kind of figured. Yeah. But uh, the, the Domino's light scratched the shit out of my roof. I think I've actually heard other people say that too, but it probably does vary by place. But in this case, it's 3.30. Here's Pizza Hut, way far back in a residential area. And my mind just goes crazy. I'm like, uh-huh. man... What a cool time to be ordering pizza. <laughs> What's the time you wouldn't say that? Uh, you know, like if you see it 6 o'clock on, maybe 5.30 on. Um, if you saw it, you know, maybe even like around noon or 12.30. I, I still but, think if you've seen it, you're like, ah, yeah, hell yeah, pizza. That's good. So that's the base level of it. But then I just start thinking like, man, what a day this guy's having. Yeah. Eats whenever he wants. Uh, and then just decides, I had well, two, three o'clock pie Tuesday at three thirty, the perfect time yeah. for pizza hut. And then, you know, uh, does, does that guy live back there? Maybe, but I would think you might take it off the top of your car before you head back to your parents' house. I'm not sure. Yeah. You should gotta, back we there? Had, we got to leave it at the store. We okay. Yeah. That so goes home. That makes sense. So this mythical beast that lives deep in the woods of South Lake is just like, I'm fucking hungry. I don't care. If we're in between two meals, uh, I'm not going to sneak out and grab a, a couple bean burritos. I'm not going to throw a tombstone in. I'm going to order a fucking Pizza Hut pizza right here, afternoon, midweek. And that rules. And then I started thinking, what if it's Maybe some kids? she's on a code binge and doesn't even remember what time it is. Yeah, I got like a Chloe living back there type yeah, thing. Yeah. That'd be cool too. Like, because, you know. Nothing will keep you going like a big hand-tossed pie. And then, you know. <laughs> they wake you up. It's if, like uh, smelling salts. I bought some smelling salts. Did you? I just, I wanted to. There was a time where I where was like. They? <laughs> they're in the bathroom. The bathroom bathroom? Yeah. I want to go get one. You want to go pop one? Um, I, uh, yeah, there was a time where I was like, it was like three o'clock and I was drowsy. And I'm like, boy, if I could just like you know, have 15 minutes of alertness, I'm sure it would, like, carry me through the rest of the day. Like, I'm not going to go to sleep at 3, you know? Right. Um, so I just need to need something to carry me through until my body naturally picks up a little bit. And I was like, I wish I had some salts. And you didn't tell me this. Can't fucking buy them anywhere. Uh, I order them, yeah. Yeah. I've ordered, like, I've, I've, some people, like, they sell them on, like... Like, I just the, went to Walgreens. I was yeah. like, where do you keep the smelling salts? And they gave me weird They looks. arrested you. Yeah. They will sell them on, like, the CVS or Walgreens website. If there's a pharmacy website, which that's frustrating, yeah. you know. Um, all right, so you watch baseball. Give me like two minutes. I got to get my water anyways. I want to rip one. Okay. You can edit this out if you want. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, come back and do it on mic. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yours came in like the brain force bottle. I know it, dude. What the fuck? I mean, it just seemed like the good kind. Did 
Did you see that like Sports Illustrated is selling like uh supplements? Yeah. Just they're selling brain force now. Got that fucking Alex Jones model? It doesn't surprise me that uh venture capitalists would be like, oh, this this uh InfoWars grift, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> oh god, it's been so long. Let me get a little. Like, I don't know, dude. I might have ripped the whole line. I go hard up there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm That's awake. Good shit. That's good shit. Yeah, it stings. I like it. That reminded me. Did I? Did we tell the Yombi Bark story on the podcast? I think so. Okay, it, I couldn't could remember wrong. if I just told you that off the air or not. Um. Have you uh have you kept up with this uh this doctor the DJ TJ's pumping up real hard? No. Really? No. Okay. So there was a video that went I know he got uh uh suspended from Twitter for a day. Did he? Yeah, 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 for promoting that doctor's videos. Okay, cuz Trump also retweeted the video himself. And uh her name is Stella Emanuel. She's a Houston doctor who of course is uh praising uh, Oh, Emanuel. Okay, then I haven't heard of her. What are you saying? I was a Stella Cox joke. Okay. That's bad. Uh, hydroxychloroquine lady says face masks don't work uh, to stop transmission of the disease. Blah, blah, blah. Interesting take. Yeah. So she's a pediatrician and religious minister. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's and not funny. I didn't laugh. Will Summer wrote like an entire article on her backstory, which is hilarious. Uh-huh. So... The one doctor that they're definitely like, that this is the lady we believe, and we're going to amplify her message. Um, she has made claims in the past, such as uh, the uh, gynecological problems, gynecological problems like cysts are in fact caused by people having sex with demons in their dreams. I saw this headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Demon semen. Now we're talking. Demon semen <laughs> from dreaming. <laughs> oh, boy. Is how you get a cyst on yeah. your ovaries. Uh, alleges that alien DNA is currently being used in medical treatments. Well, I don't know that that's false. I don't know that it is either. And I feel like the fact that Trump retweeted it is kind of lending a little credence. Let's uh, let's ask Tom. Um, Tom who? The long. Oh, okay. See, now I'm thinking about your dad because you were talking about the Game of Thrones. Yeah, charger. fair, fair, fair. I'm like, damn, is your dad getting off into an alien bent? No, no. You think you, I could book You know Tom? there's only one alien Tom. Not your dad? Uh, yeah, I think so. Especially, you know, given how, the, how much his uh, topics of interest and focus have been in the news. They have. I remember one of the funniest things about the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket DVD is when uh, Mark Hoppus is talking and he's like, yeah, I just like let him, you know, give me an hour worth of like facts and research that he's done. And I'm like... Nah, <laughs> I don't believe any of that. <laughs> Just to piss him off. Uh, uh, my daughter and I have a relationship extremely similar to uh, the one found on uh, Tom, Mark, and Travis show um, because she she knows how to say "dada" and that's about it. So she says it like thirty times an hour. And so it's, I, in my head, I just always hear, Mark, hey, Mark, hey, Mark, <laughs> look, if I pull on it, it gets bigger. <laughs> in retrospect, we might have been able to predict what was coming based on that live album. <laughs> you can only take so much. Hey, Mark, you know what I found out? Yes. <laughs> you know what I found out? I do. <laughs> that you fuck your dad. 
Yes, 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 it's that. Uh, one of her other claims that scientists are cooking up a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. Yeah. <laughs> Take this blood for me. You know, uh, I, I would say it feels like it's not working, but it, it probably does feel like it's working. Uh, you know, there's less uh, religion these days. Also, to round out the uh, the cycle here, but still, she a lot said of that the government is running part not by humans but by lizards, reptiles. That's got correct. It. We got, got a it. reptile doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is now the? She understands, dude. And I would absolutely let's make love, her president. Let's make her Fauci. Yeah, and she gives do a daily, better job. She gives daily briefings up there. Yeah, no, you know, um, it's hilarious to me, of course, that whenever uh, Trump finds out that Fauci gets thrown out of first pitch, that he's that he's mad. Um, and so, like, you know, on that, like, you you really want to be Team Fauci, but then you hear like anyone talk about like any of the any of your uh, you know standard uh, Biden voters talking about Fauci, and you just like, I want him to die, dude. Today, when Dan told me that... Even his, if it means us being in the virus, I would take like two I'm not going to say months. die, um, but I am going to say that I am put off by the uh, hashtag resist. Um, I, I think I heard the muser say a few months ago that he was like the leading candidate to be... Is it people or is it whoever does like sexiest man of the year? Jesus Christ. Uh, then he had that whole thing of he had like, a spread in love, Dr. Fauci? In style I know. magazine last I week. Know. And then when Dan told me today that <sighs> 52,000 people bought his tops uh commemorative card, oh like when the previous high was like 18,000 for Vlad Jr., I'm like, what kind of fucking nerd is buying a baseball card of any doctor, much less this nerd doctor? He's a government doctor, guys. <laughs> He's about as good or bad as any of the rest of them. He doesn't care about you. He's not going to make your life better. Like, just leave him alone. He cares about you about as much as everyone else does. He cares about the public. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah but like, you know, whatever. George uh, said this morning, he goes, Dr. Fawcett. And they're like, "What's that?" And he was like, "The leaker." I know, dude. You I not heard know Dr. the? Fawcett. Well, it's the the Ben Garrison cartoon. George and I are both big Ben uh, Garrison okay. guys. No, uh, I think I've largely blocked Ben Garrison's work from. Well, inter- I, I saw you followed orbit. it for a second. Did you? Uh, did you bail? I may still be following it. Um, maybe I. I don't know. I think I didn't know what it was at first. I think you know what I honestly thought at first is that it was comedy yes like uh-huh. it's so bad it that i thought it was it's, i thought it was it's comedy it's parody. hilarious it's hilarious no it's just good takes dude yeah it's gonna be hard to find it because he's uh he's really been on one i think it's not actually him that runs his uh account he has something in there about like you know some kind of third wife or something they live in montana though so occasionally they'll put it Put up pictures of Montana. Who does, I love she, who does he publish his work for? Just himself? Uh, he has a, a a subscription deal. Like what we're getting is the uh, the free freemium. Oh wow! And uh, if if you really want to get some of this stuff, like right at the start, then uh, then what you'll do is is pay pay for Ben Garrison cartoons. And so he's just rich and hanging out with fucking uh, Michael Flynn. <laughs> and roger stone who is an ally he uh he made a uh like painting of michael flynn and personally gave it to him like there's a picture of him like or it might just be that That's he mailed amazing. it to him or something like that there, there's definitely a picture of flynn with it like you know smiling next to this thing that uh garrison made of uh 
of Michael Flynn. A friend of ours who works for a uh, fairly conservative media outlet that has had Roger Stone on before mm -hmm. sent me a couple pictures from the archives of one time that uh, Stone was on, and it was not like a really big time interview. Oh, let's see what we got here. Dr. Fawcett. Dr. Fawcett. And then Fuck Rand, yeah, Plan Rand Paul is shouting, shut him off. Right. I love it. Are they trying to drown the USA? They, the U.S. economy is, okay. is who's being drowned by Dr. Fawcett uh, leaking so much. And uh, very confusingly has uh, one, like, you know, the, the water that's leaking out of Dr. Fawcett. It's uh, labeled with the consequences of, of his, his bullshit. And one of them is no NFL season. And I did want to kind of uh, brush back Ben on that a little bit because uh, he's a big no NFL because of Kaepernick guy. Ah, okay. So why well, would he be bothered that there's no NFL season? Right. Because Kaepernick Like he wants starting. to cancel the whole thing anyways. Um, but Roger Stone in this one interview that he did for this this outlet, um, he changed his hat like mid-interview. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, look at the shoes. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> he had one hat on at the start of it and he was like, this is the same interview. He just opted for a different hat. <laughs> Which is perfect. Yeah. Um, do you want to relitigate Ocean or Space at all? Or do you feel like I pretty much got a fatality on you on that one Saturday night? Ocean or Space? I don't recall that at all. I'm still mad about the ballparks thing. What? The, I think they should all be the same size? Well, you, like, just it starts with you giving your wife a bad answer. Like you were like, I thought it'd be. I thought that would be out at the old ballpark. Like the primary reason the old ballpark was uh, a home run friendly environment is is not because of the dimensions. No, no, it's not just that because the atmosphere and conditions. So like if if, if turf as opposed if to if you're grass. worried about like the uh, you know well, the, the ball play the game plays differently here versus somewhere else. Like you know uh, what 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 are you going to do about Denver? Yes, this is true. Um, it just got us into the discussion of her asking me. So how come they can make them not all? They can make them different sizes, and I'm like, oh, okay, sweetheart, yeah, you just don't understand. She doesn't. It, there's no problem. Like, what's what's the the teams are playing on that field? It's not like uh, you know that you get to move the fences when you're up at bat. It also makes no sense. You could make that same argument for every other sport. Like, do you want? Uh, yeah, and I, I wouldn't have a problem if uh, the the courts were different sizes. I mean, it would be very unstable, just like it's unstable. It would be unstable if some unstable. team played a, a 200-yard football field. Like, you're just you're just uh, blindly asserting that. Like, and again, like, the dimensions of, like, it's not like that they just get to do everything. Like, the diamond is the same. It's just the outfield walls, and, like, they're within a, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. You, you build, it's the largest playing surface. What's the, uh, what are the limitations? I don't know. Uh, but, I, but it's not like you can have a 600-foot fence. Because, like, what if somebody just wanted to build their own, yeah, we want a 40-foot wall in our left field. Could you just do that? Yeah. Could you do it the whole way around? Um, I mean, the Rangers' left field wall was pretty fucking high. Okay, but I'm saying, if we just take this to its logical end... Which my is just my general point. There's guidelines you have weird. to fit within on the on the, the dimensions of the field. Have you ever looked at the polo grounds? Uh, no. I mean, I think I looked at it. Didn't Notre Dame play there a couple years ago? 
No, the polo grounds have been demolished since like the 40s or some shit. Is it the site of? I swear, I thought, or did they just play at Yankee Stadium? They played at Yankee Stadium. I thought they played in an old baseball park. I think the first time that they uh, played there might have been in the polo grounds. A hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've been playing football for more than a hundred years. What do you think about that? Does that make a lot of sense to you? That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> well, you know, they, they demolished it. I think they should all be the same size now. <laughs> After seeing this, this has radicalized you? Uh, no, there's a, uh, the Polo Grounds is like on a, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's on Coogan's Bluff, or it's, it's near it. There's a lot of elevation relative to the rest of Manhattan going on in the, uh, n- the Polo Grounds area. And so there's a... Uh, uh, staircase related to the stadium that still stands and is used today. That's that's it though. It's it's a housing project. Housing project. It's uh right next to Rucker Park. Okay. Um no ocean. Or I mean space. you know it's, it's 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 public housing like it's New York public housing. Yeah, rent controlled, so it's not necessarily uh the Robert Taylor. I mean it's like yeah it's it's, it's like good robert taylor like <laughs> robert taylor but not as bad like not not good like you know you wouldn't whatever um i don't it's it i imagine off. it to be like uh where chris rock visits in the movie top five so for all other two people who saw that movie i still have not seen it i remember you being very hyped up on it when it came out i got two other movies to talk about with you today but i think you had a topic you're about to bring up no, it's not. It, it was just we we briefly discussed whether or not you're more afraid of the ocean or space. And to me, it was an easy answer. That oh I'm, yeah, I'm terrified Ridiculous. of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, saying on, on every level. I'm not saying um, not. Well, I mean, I guess on both of them, I'm, I'm not that scared. Like I, I, I would happily go to both. I, I mean, I just I swim in the ocean all the time. I would, would swim in it much sub? more often if I could. Yeah, hell yeah, I'd get in a sub. Would you get in one Fuck of those subs yeah. where you can, uh, where it's like open, not open, but you can see? Yeah. Dude. I've taken a glass bottom boat tour. That was tight as hell. I think I've done that when I was a little kid. They have that down at Aquifer Springs in San Marcos. Yeah, Um, no, it was uh that doesn't involve like you know. It's a family trip to Destin as an elementary school age student. It was in the ocean, you said? I think so. I think that's what I recall. Yeah, I guess where else would you do it in Destin? Um Yeah, I don't know, man. I I'm 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 trending towards never getting in the ocean again. I mean, you know, that's uh, that's disappointing. But I have a planned trip to space. You don't, uh, I mean, like, what what are the ocean trips that have gone so bad for you that have scarred you and shown you that this is so tough? It's more just that I've been getting the, hey, why won't you uh, get certified with me so we can go scuba diving whenever we go to a place that offers that. And I just, I can't, I can't fucking do it. I can't do it. Yeah, that's weird, man. Uh, scuba diving sounds great. I might do it. Why don't you get? Why don't you become an instructor then? You love it so much. It's probably about as much as I'm making now. <laughs> oh yeah, how's your uh, handout coming? Did they extend? Uh, well, I filled out the paperwork for my last big one. Uh, the next one, they're certainly not going to extend it in time for uh, the next time that I put in. So I'll just get the two hundred that Texas sends me, and I don't know. I, you don't care about this. Well, I just didn't know if they had gotten it done. Like, what's no, going to... Is there not. talk that they will? They plan to do something. There was a Dallas they rent, haven't said what. Rent thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, we called the bank and told them we don't want to make any payments right now, and they said that's fine. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, no, uh, um, they, the Trump administration, like the, the White House said that they wanted to make it so that it was 70% of people's previous incomes. God damn it. Um, and, uh, like just the fucking administration required for that would be crazy. That actually stayed in the yard. That was amazing. Ugh. Uh, I'm going back to doing these from my closet. Like, can, can you imagine, uh, like, yeah, no, that is the most, the definition of fuck means test. I cannot tell you the degree to which the Texas Workforce Commission is not up to that task. Sure. And I would say that's probably, I every, have tried desperately to talk to anyone who works there and it is impossible, absolutely impossible so the the idea that they're gonna like figure out my previous income and what's seventy percent of it and give yeah. me that sometime before next year, no fucking chance. Yeah, that's bad. So people have been trying to tell them. I, I think the people in the Senate know that and understand that. So they're they're that that I believe is the negotiation of do you want to do actually seventy percent or do you want to just say like flat rate? Yeah, I mean if they gave me, I mean they've been giving six hundred, three hundred would be replacing my previous income and I'd be happy and. You know, whatever. I don't know. I would. It's weird because obviously I love not doing anything. <laughs> um, but I but I know it's got to end at some point, and I would I would be fine with like like if I you know it's just it's just that I do not feel safe driving around currently. Yeah. Uh, but and I, and I'm worried that it just wouldn't be um lucrative, but. Lyft will send emails that are like, hey, we've uh, checked the average hourly earnings of people in your area, and it's actually back to pre-pandemic levels. But I think that that's probably just because uh, no one else is driving. Right. So What's the inflection point? If, if it becomes safe to drive again, but people still don't feel like flying. It'll dip back down. Then, oh, no, then it would go back up. Oh, you're talking about the airport. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, trips to the airport are yeah. how I make the, the most of my money. If, if we don't have those, then it's all pretty... You're just picking for scraps. I watched a movie, but I have to wait until after we talk about it on the air. What movie was it? Godfather. Okay. Well, I, I don't think we're doing it until Thursday. I, uh, I've i never seen that either. I think I'd kind of like to... I heard you guys talking about that, and I'd, I I think I might try and jump in. Possible two-night affair for you. I don't know how much... If you can do 3.20 or 3.30 in one night, but that's very rare for me. That's a lot. It's a fucking lot. But I will package that. So, uh, have you heard of Honey Boy? Are you familiar with Honey Boy? Did we already talk about it on Saturday? Uh, yes, we talked about it a little bit on Saturday, but I don't think in any public setting. And I only know about it from basically Come Town talking about Shia. Oh, I missed that. It's I'm months and months behind, so it was a long time ago. Do you? Uh, I was going to ask this off air, anyways. Um, now that the Come Town subreddit's been destroyed, do you still have the spreadsheet that says everything of when they talked about where? Let's see, because I think it it auto updates. This is the most amazing thing ever, and I if so, please send it to me. Yeah, it's uh, somebody tracks <laughs> their bits for every episode and logs the times and it was the most incredible thing i'd ever seen from a listener of i mean there have been people that have done this for like the bad radio weekly podcast before we put up the timestamps. Mm-hmm. but there's a lot more of these than there are those 
and yeah. they're not like defined segments where you can just skip around. Yeah. So it's it's pretty incredible. But I will see what I can do. Um. But yeah, I, I would love to listen to that. And there was a uh, Pit Viper sunglasses ad that I've I've had stuck in my head that I need to hear again. I remember that ad. <laughs> I remember he that just ad. Didn't respond. <laughs> Um, Tactical. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Shia LaBeouf got sent to uh, court-mandated rehab uh, or, like, therapy or whatever. Uh, it was, you know, it was, like, it was a lockdown place. And part, like, the, you know, they they did, like, the evaluation of him. They were like, you have PTSD. The way that we handle with PTSD is uh, exposure therapy, where, like, we're just going to make you relive these things until they're not traumatic to you. This actually, actually happened? Yes, yes. Okay. And uh, as part of that, uh, like they're like, we're going to make you relive this was he would write like more or less a script and like someone would play his dad and he would be him and you would just do it for six hours straight until it was just words on a page that you were, you didn't have a feeling about. And he just like took all those scripts and like that was the starting point and just made a, a screenplay that then got turned into a movie. And he plays his dad. And he plays his dad. That's incredible. And the stuff in there, like, it's got to be real because, like, no one would write shit that fucked up. Like, it's just. Is his dad alive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And he he says he he hadn't talked to him in, like, seven years, but, like, uh, has talked to him now, like, over the movie. Like, now they're, like, you know, talking somewhat frequently, I think. You know, about as much as, you know, anyone talks to to their dad. Yeah. and uh yeah there's just like i I don't know i've I've watched it twice now it's fucking great it's on amazon so like it's a it's free with prime and there's just to give you give you an example of the flavor there's a bit where he's uh talking about because you know the parents are definitely divorced and um the dad uh so he 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 doesn't have a job like he's just shy as uh like a chaperone for the movies or whatever as a child star, yeah, he he was on uh, Even Stevens, the uh, Disney Channel show, and that's that's like the bulk of this is uh, taking place while he's on Even Stevens, and um, the dad like has this whole thing about like well, your mom's got a job, you know why? Because she doesn't believe in you, she doesn't think you're going to be a star, so she's got this safety option. I don't, I don't, I don't do that because I know you are, and like mm. that is so fucked up on like 27 different levels of like he's just free riding on him and making up total bullshit to make it so that he can continue cashing these checks he's putting an enormous amount of pressure on the kid of like you know you have to be our entire family's income and shitting on the mom for doing the reasonable thing of having a fucking job yeah i got some of that from the jessica simpson story oh i'll bet yeah just that the dad was way more like tried to make it seem like he was more in and i think his, her parents are divorced now yeah um as you know but yeah i don't i just don't know how anybody makes it out even halfway normal yeah um and then the other uh movie experience i've been undergoing the last couple weeks here is uh i just got done with uh furious seven so I've got Fate of the Furious, probably going to knock that out tonight, and then Megan and I will have watched all of the Fast and Furious movies made so far. I guess we'll still have Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know if you count that as an it's official. It's not canon. Well, it's not part of the, the main franchise. It's an offshoot. I need the order to watch them, because then I'll do it. Because I've, t- I, you know, and honestly, this is probably a Trey question, because I, I mean, know I can he tell has you. an opinion on it, but I don't, I don't, 
if I don't need to watch one of them, then I'm not, I don't want to. So by the time they really start cooking, uh, part of them starting cooking is pulling in everything like like by like the fifth movie because they they make one then no one wants to come back for two except for paul walker so it's a whole new cast of characters plus paul walker like there's no vin diesel and then three even paul walker is like ah fuck it i got some shit to do and so it's just you know uh, that's that's, tokyo that's, that's tokyo drift and uh, uh, Vin Diesel's in for two seconds at the end, just as like a nod to like, I swear it is a Fast and Furious movie. Um, but then uh, four has all the main people: Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster. Then I think it's five where they go back and get the characters from two and three, and then have them in going forward. So you do need to see all of them. Uh, the the only one that's out of time technically is uh, I'll, I'll I mean I just watched them, so I guess this is fresh on my mind. and I should know. Um, I think it's before or uh, after six is when you should watch Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift takes place at a different like it's it's time shifted relative to the rest of them. So one, two, four, five, six, three. Yes, that's confusing. But I agree. I may just have to do it. Um, but we just got done with, uh, I, 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 yeah, I know it's seven. I, I get them all messed up in my head because I've watched them all, you know, in the last week. So it's all, it's all one thing to me. Uh, but the end of seven is whenever they've got the movie in the can, but it's not released yet. And Paul Walker dies racing cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just can't get over it. Yeah. I know we all know, but I just can't get over it. Yeah, what would be some other cases like that? Uh, nothing. Nothing's. Good. I don't want to say well, it's good. I don't but know. Like, okay. Like, fucking... How about this one? Um, I'm. I still remain pretty confident Harrison Ford is going to die In... piloting aircraft. That that'd be something. And he's come real close. Real close. Like two or three times trying to fly uh, fly like old fucking war planes. Yes, yes. Which is cool. That's a cool hobby for an old guy to have. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I think it's almost inevitable as much as he wants. And that's why he's in Fort Worth so much is he's like at Carswell or whatever trying to get certified for different, you know, yeah. Korean war planes. Yeah. So the guy who's like the most famous quote of his career is about like, I'm the guy who can only fly this plane really fast. Yeah. Him dying in an aircraft uh, that he's flying, that would probably be on the level. Uh, it's close, but it's, but it, you know, you're talking uh, also be Millennium like Falcon versus, uh, yeah, yeah, and he'd be 80. I, I, I would still say that it's more on the nose for Paul Walker to die fucking racing cars. Yeah, let's think of some other ones and maybe come back to this. Though, like, I don't know if uh, perhaps if the Rock died in like uh, an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would like. Although that. it's not like he's necessarily uh, primarily known for San Andreas. Uh, he is in my book. That's an amazing film. Yeah, I remember you being really hyped that. Or like if uh, Shia were killed by big robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those totally. are a little less possible. That would make sense than a guy who's already crashed a plane more than once. Uh, but, but getting to the end of, uh, end of seven and like, like the movie's over, but then they're like, you know, one more thing. 
and just the Wiz Khalifa song starts playing and just got the whole thing, you know, them like just going through the canyons together. And I guess it's his brother who like looks like him. They just got him to do it and like CGI'd it or something. That's I, not actually Paul Walker. I thought that was just like film beforehand or something. Because he's in the movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe they just had that. They just, uh, no, because it's a postscript like specifically like. Um, someone uh, being dead. Well, it's like, you know, it's it's got like a very like, uh, you know, no matter where you drive, you'll always be family. Right. Do all of the movies end on rooftops like that? <laughs> no, no. This was not a rooftop. You know, it's it's it, it, we go to the credits with. First of all, we got the you know they're racing through the canyons, and then it kind of like uh, pans up and gets brighter and brighter until it's just a white screen and it just says God for Paul. Yeah, but I've seen the okay. So and I shouldn't have said for ro- day. I shouldn't have said for roof uh, rooftops. But do they all end? Other than that, with the postscript, with them sitting down and eating. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, because I've seen the, I've seen the first one and the end of one other, and I'm like, is this the same movie? Pretty much 100 percent of the time, they're they're yeah they're they're eating, drinking, having well, a good time, getting look, together, dude. That's what that's what life it's is about all about. Family. Yeah, it's about family. That's why we do all this shit. No, and there's like I was I was always I knew that I would take this journey one day, and I really wanted to know how we get from like kind of being big deal as far as like car thieves in L.A. to like saving the nuclear codes, right? Because it seemed implausible to me on the face of it. But now you're ready to say that it, it's actually a fairly linear, gradual, believable trajectory. They make a lot of it make more sense than you would think. <laughs> Except, okay, Ludacris's character is a guy who runs a garage in Miami. That's his whole thing. He just loves cars and happens to like you know like he lives in Miami and he's got one of he's got one of the best shops. (laughs) Yeah, and starting uh, whenever they bring him back in like the fifth movie or whatever, there the Rock is like going over like. uh, this, this this guy's uh like the, the, he's going over the dossier of the villain. He's like he's he's SAS trained. He ran the uh, mobile unit in Kabul, and I <laughs> I fell out of my chair when Ludacris speaks up and goes, "Yo, that unit was the truth. <laughs> you do not know what was going on in Afghanistan. Yeah. That is total bullshit. You are a fucking garage owner in Miami, dude. Yeah. And then from there on, for the rest of the movie, like for the rest of the series, it's just like anytime like something's going on, like he'll like have a fucking computer. Like he's a goddamn fucking military hacker. Uh, you know, I'm like, no, he just owns a garage. So you're saying it's impossible to own a garage in Miami and that be your main gig and also like no Python. <laughs> yes. Nah, I don't know. And it's not even like just Python. It's like, you know, that he's got the fucking like uh, US like guidance system. You know, he, he knows how to run the eye of God, Jake. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to take this journey. You're going to love it. Sports uh, starting back up, um, which I'm totally confident will happen and I don't want to fight about. Uh, might. I mean, I don't have to, on my time a little bit. But. I don't have to tell you this, but uh, you got to get baked for all of them. It's so much better. <laughs> Look at these men. <laughs> I've been watching that video on your Instagram over and over. Look at these men. Don't forget these don't men. Don't forget these men. Um, yeah, no, uh, they, they uh, um, like, it, it really is, they do things in action movies that I've never seen anywhere else. Like it, 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 like if you ask me now, what's the most action movie? Action movie, like Marvel doesn't hold a fucking candle 
to some of the crazy shit that they think of to do in here. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to give any of it that away. That makes sense to me, though. I mean, those... those and it, and it me, takes those... a while to build up. It's, it's a really interesting, like, the whole concept of it is is basically just that Universal Studios didn't have a franchise. Like, they, they didn't get a piece of Avengers, Spider-Man, DC, etc. They were left with nothing. So they were like... Uh, well, Gotta get creative. Like, we, we need our Marvel DC thing. And they were like, well, what if we just keep on making these dumbass car movies? And like, you, you know, like, like the timeline I just laid out for two and three, it's obvious no one gave a shit about making those movies. You know, like Vin Diesel couldn't get up off his couch to appear in them. So uh, they, they were not priority projects. But at some point, they're just like, well, if we put as much money into these as the other studios put into theirs, could we just like convince people that this is a big deal? And the answer was Yes. And, uh, like the, 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 it's the same director for like, you can tell like whenever they start, like, I don't want to say going off the rails because that sounds negative and it's not whenever they start getting fucking kick ass, it's the same guy. And like, I don't know, I, I, I want to see everything he's made now. I want to like watch interviews with him. Like I, I, I want to like, I don't know, see if I could like uh, move to LA and be his apprentice. <laughs> like, uh, just as far as like at, at every single decision, you'd like, all right, what's the most extreme thing they could do right now? Like, if you were making this movie and you wanted to put this car chase out this way, what's the craziest way you could do it? And you're like, well, well you do this, this, and this, but I don't know if you even got the budget. And what about the laws of physics? And he's like, fuck that. I'm doing something a hundred times crazier than that. Every single decision made, it's like, holy fucking shit. You could give me a thousand years, I wouldn't think of something that crazy. It's so good, man. So John Singleton actually did the second one. Oh yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> John Singleton, of course, of uh, Boys in the Hood fame, yeah, and, like higher learning and. Now I'm talking about uh, Justin Lin. Yes. Is his name right? So Justin Lin, um, I have two more notes on this before we go. Justin Lin, this is interesting. He is also known for his work on television programs like Community. Haven't okay. seen it, but very cool. And the second season of True Detective. Uh, have you resigned your position as? A, no, 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 no. He's, these are all too good for me to... Uh... He directed that. He did not write or produce it. Yeah. So, um, and then my other, my, the other funny thing you see on the Fast and Furious um, Wikipedia f- for the entire franchise is, you know, they pushed back F9. That was tough. Uh, to next year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have Fast and the Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. Of course, that came out. Hobbs and Shaw sequel. And then both with a U.S. release date of TBA and director of TBA, we have, tell me this is not the most Hollywood thing of all time, untitled female-led film, <laughs> <laughs> which has the producers of uh, Vin Diesel and two other dudes. So <laughs> of course it does. I don't know if they've really... Look, uh, look we're going to have a woman, um, and she's going to be the lead. We're, we're going to get to it at yeah. some point, but right now... We don't have a director. We don't have a release date. We don't have a. Sc- That's awesome. You want to bet how close to like the uh, initial allegations against Harvey Weinstein the announcement of that was? Oh, I mean, I have no wow. idea, but I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what you need to do in addition to your Kanye thing. In what? addition to your Kanye by month thing, take the three months after Ronan Farrow's reporting first started to pop and give me the five. Please, please, God, stop. Stop. We're going to give you a movie. <laughs> yeah. We know Ghostbusters flop, but we're going to keep trying. 
we'll do like a we'll make a fe- three female a female Brian song type, <laughs> yeah. type thing, and it's like a women's league. We'll we'll do anything you want. Which I don't know. Uh, I do think it's absolutely batshit crazy how like fem- how male centric movie making is. Sure, but then just the way that it gets addressed feels yeah. very oh yeah 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 silly yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like they're taking that problem seriously. No, it feels no. like they're like. All right, uh, I hear you. Um, what if we made a Fast and Furious where Letty was the main character? <laughs> teenage. Would that do it for you? Teenage female. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Like in, does that they're fully going address puberty. your concerns? They're going through puberty. All right, that's all I got. We'll see you Thursday. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.